Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The other day, I'm recording an episode for Glenn James on the My Millennial Money podcast. And on this particular show, we were answering questions for the My Millennial community. People posted on the Facebook page and they're asking, you know, various types of questions. One of the questions was around, should the listener use robo-investing platform or maybe pick four or five funds to start her own investing portfolio? I'd been prepping this particular episode that we're listening to now, and I'd already felt very confident to answer her particular question. Should you go the robo-advisor or should you pick four or five of your own funds? I actually thought, hey, let's find a more foolproof investment, an easier way. In fact, let's just pick three funds. And that's what we're talking about today. The super simple, super cheap DIY three fund portfolio. You're listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas, market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. Let's get into it. Keep it simple, stupid. I don't know if that translates in Australian, but my dad told me that quite often growing up. Keep it simple. Sometimes he didn't say this stupid. That's just something I've added in in my adult life. I like to be a little risque with my verbiage, if you would. So the keep it simple, stupid, the three fund portfolio. How can we design a retirement plan, a long-term investing plan, a strategy in which we can gain generational wealth? or at least enough money for us to retire whenever we want to. We can truly do this by just owning three mutual funds or three ETFs. You gain access through these mutual funds or through these ETFs to thousands of companies. And in the process of that, you're creating a well-diversified index portfolio. So here's the broad scope. Here's the basics of what you want, what you're looking for within these three funds. You want a total domestic equity fund. In America, that's a total U.S. fund. In Australia, you're looking for a total Australian index fund. Or Canada, or wherever you live, a total domestic equity fund. You want to then look for a total bond fund, and then a total international equity fund. And that would be a fund that excludes the particular country that you live in. With just these three funds, you can the average retail investor can outperform the vast majority of actively managed mutual funds on the market. And I'm not just saying that. Like You can look it up. In fact, I did look it up. So how can I make the claim that with just three index funds, you yourself, Bill, Susie, maybe even Glenn, can outperform actively managed funds? Well, because when you look at the passive index-based funds, they are more likely to outperform actively managed funds. When you're looking at different timeframes and different, like, you know, five-year, 10-year, 15-year, 20-year, for instance, sometimes active funds will outperform in a volatile market. And there are great money managers, but that's the deal. It takes great money managers and you probably can't afford the great money managers. So you end up settling for an okay money manager and an okay money manager is just going to be okay. And over the last 20 years from 2003 to 2023, 
Okay, actually, this chart was 2002 to 2022. 78% of managed funds failed to beat or to match the index that they were tracking. So let's say you're paying uh, high wealth investors, advisors of New South Wales, and they promise to, their goal is at least, to track and beat the ASX 100. Well, over the last 20 years, 78% of those guys have failed to even match the index that they were tracking. In a minute, we're going to look at a few reasons why, but I want to get a little practical. I want to jump in and really kind of make this an easy, tangible idea that you can do some research on, that you can practice with, and you can figure out, can I keep it simple? Will the three-fund portfolio be a fit in my investing strategy? Maybe you've been on the sidelines and you're thinking like, oh, Lord, I know. I know I need to invest. I know I got to get started. I know that moving is important and investing is important, but I just don't know where to start and everything seems too much. This is the episode for you. Let's get practical. If you're getting started with investing and you're looking for an easy, hands-off way to set up your dollar cost averaging, and if you've listened for a while, dollar cost averaging is when you set a particular amount of money each month automatically, the first of the month, 5th, 15th, 30th, whatever it is, you pick your day, you pick your dollar amount, and you automatically, no matter what's happening in the world, you send your money into your investment account. This is a hands-off, easy way to set up that dollar cost averaging investing account so you can be hands-off, you can just live your life, you know with confidence that your investments are well diversified, and they will grow for your future. So we're going to look at different ways to put together this three-fund portfolio. Let's start with some American funds, because I actually just helped my sister put together her Keep It Simple Stupid three-fund portfolio for her retirement. She had left one job and was uh, working at another job, and the other job is very nice, and they provide a great retirement account for her. So she had this old retirement account that she needed to know what to do with. So she rolled it over to an individual IRA, and then it's up to her to pick the investments within this retirement account. So we met and we chatted and, you know, I know my sister very well. I've got a good relationship. And we talked about like, you know, what do you want? You know, she knows that I do covered call stuff. She knows that I'm very active and that I'm looking at my portfolio all the time. And she's like, I do not want to do that. I want to be real easy. So she already had her IRA. It was held at the brokerage firm Fidelity. She could have gone to anybody else, but it was, you know, whatever. It just happened to be that she rolled it over to Fidelity. So she's in charge of making these investments and is just sitting in a cash account within her IRA. She now works for a real estate investment trust and she doesn't have the time nor the desire to be managing this portfolio. She wants something to just be on autopilot. She doesn't want to think about her investments. She wants to look at it maybe twice a year and say, how's it going? So we talked about giving her access to broad, affordable, passive index funds. And because she's already at Fidelity, she used Fidelity Funds which I think is one of the keys you want to think about. If you have money in a particular brokerage account already, look for their funds because it's probably going to be more cost-effective than having funds at Fidelity and then buying you know, Schwab funds or whatever. So she's at Fidelity. So we looked up three total market funds that fit the methodology that we just talked about, a total domestic fund, a total bond fund, and a total international equity fund. So here is what we found specifically for her. So if you're an American investor or you have access to a Fidelity account abroad and you want to match her Keep It Simple Stupid, here it is. Let's give it a look. The total market U.S. fund we chose was iShares Trust S&P 1500, ticker symbol ITOT. It has a net expense of 0.03. It has a dividend yield of 1.6%. The top holdings are Apple, Amazon, Tesla, NVIDIA, 
And then there are 3,354 other holdings in this one fund, all of which, as I mentioned, are U.S.-based. Then she has the Total Market International Equity Fund. We used iShares Core MSCI Total International Stock, ticker symbol IXUS. It has a net expense ratio of 0.07, a dividend yield of 2.35%. Its top holdings are TSM, that would be Taiwan Semiconductor, Nestle, my favorite chocolate company, Tessent Holdings, ASML, Novo Nordisk, the pharmaceutical company, a little company you may have heard of called Louis Vuitton, Shell, Samsung, and yada, yada, yada. There are 4,457 companies within this total international equities fund. And that excludes the United States companies. And then finally, hedging her bets, we put her in a total domestic U.S. bond fund, U.S. core aggregate bond fund, symbol GG. Net expense ratio is 0.03. The dividend yield is 2.5. Top bond holdings were U.S. treasuries, U.S. mortgages, and various different companies of over 10,100 total bonds. More than half are 72% AAA rated. Because my sister is in her early 40s, and she still has 20-plus years before retirement, we decided to go 60% equities in the U.S., 30% international equities, and only 10% in bonds. And we will get into a little bit more about how maybe to pick your percentages. But now let's, right after the break, turn our attention to Australia. Keep it simple, stupid. The three fund portfolio Australia examples coming up right after this. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back. Let's say that you're a 30-year-old social media account manager who works and lives in Sydney, a wonderful city. You know that you need to invest, but you don't have the time to worry about asset allocation, tactical asset management, or even portfolio rebalancing. And to be honest, you have no desire to do any work on your portfolio except for set it up, put money into it each month, and let it grow. Here is an option you can look into if you're looking to build your three-fund portfolio as a social media account manager or any type of job that you do in Australia. 
Again, the three fund portfolio, whether in the United States or on the island, is comprised of a total market domestic equity fund, a total market domestic bond fund, and a total market international equity fund, excluding your domiciled country. For this example, Australia on the island, I also chose iShares. But again, you can choose whatever broker you want. I just happened to find very similar funds like I had with my sister. So let's call her Social Media Susie, who lives in Sydney. For Susie's domestic equity fund, we will stick with iShares, but Australian version this time. Ticker symbol IOZ is the iShares Core S&P ASX 200 ETF. It has a net expense of 0.05. The top holdings include BHP Group Limited, Commonwealth Bank of Australia, Woodside Energy Group, Telstra Group, and many others. As the name indicated, this fund shoots to hold 200 of Australia's finest publicly traded companies. The low-cost total domestic bond fund, if you're looking for this on the island, ticker symbol IAF. That's the iShares Core Composite Bond Fund. It has a net expense fee of 0.10. And this fund holds mainly Australian treasuries and different types of maturities. So you may have a bond that's expiring in one month. You may have a bunch of bonds in a couple years and then 10 years and then maybe all the way up to 20 years. But for the most part, this particular bond fund is holding Australian treasuries. And finally, for Susie's international total market exposure, we're going to look at ticker symbol IWLD. That is the MSCI World Excluding Australia ESG Leaders Fund. It's a, If you don't know what ESG investing is, it's a type of way to make money and have uh, good things for the environment. The management fee is only 0.09%, and it gives you access to broad universe of large and mid-cap developed markets outside of Australia. In the ESG index, uh, it's screened to avoid companies engaged in serious controversies. They look at companies that have uh, bad behavior, and they take those types of companies out. So if you've got a coal company just burning coal for fun, not going to make it into this particular fund. This is like a social wellness fund for the world. And this fund aims to provide investors with performance of the MSCI world, excluding Australia, before fees and expenses, of course. And the index is designed to measure the performance of global, developed, market, large, and mid-cap companies. So you're thinking huge, like, you know, you're not getting these small little startups. You're thinking huge, huge companies here. Top holdings include Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Google, etc., etc., so look at that. Within a few clicks of a button, you could purchase three funds with an average fee over the three of 0.08. You're gaining access to domestic equities. You're gaining access to domestic bonds. And you're getting a total market international fund that's also good for the environment. Then you set up auto buy and you start sending money from your checking account to your new three fund investment portfolio each month. You wake up 10, 20, 30 years later and you are ready to retire. It's as easy as that, right? And truly, it can be. Now, you still have some questions, and you still want to think about some things. And I think right now, maybe the first question that would pop into my mind if I'm just thinking about this for the first time is, well, like, what percentage do I put into these three funds? Like, where do I go? You, you said your sister did 60, 30, 10, but like, I'm 20. What do I do? I'm, I'm 40. What do I do? I'm, I'm almost 50. What do I do? First of all, if you're almost 50 and you're listening to the show, thank you very much. Glad you're a listener. Many of the investment world take a safe approach to rebalancing your portfolio with age i.e. the older you get, the more bonds typically an investment advisor would tell you to have in your portfolio. More bonds, less equities the older you get. The younger you are, you want far more equity and far less bond. And there is an old adage that many advisors still use. It's called the 100 minus your age. It's this calculation. You take the number 100, 
and you take away your age, and that gives you what your equity allocation should be. So you're 30 years old, you take 100 minus 30, that means you should have 70% of your portfolio in equities, at least 70% of your portfolio in equities, and 30% bonds. 20 years old, well, you should have an 80-20 portfolio. 60 years old, maybe you should have a 60-40 portfolio. I think this is a little too conservative for my take. I think that time is on your side, and you should be super aggressive early on. So remember, my sister's three-fund portfolio is 90% equities and only 10% bond, and she's in her mid-40s. So this is an easy place to start, but my train of thought is you need your equities performing so that you can build up your portfolio as much as possible. But at the end of the day, you need to make decisions that make you comfortable. I don't plan personally being any more than 5% bonds until I'm at least 50 years old. So I'm going to be 95% equities and 5% bonds, but... You know, maybe I am a more aggressive investor than the average bear. But when you're looking at the averages, you're talking 10, 20, 30, maybe 45 years before you retire, you have a lot of time to let that 10% average annual return on the S&P 500 work in your favor. So let's get back. What about that conversation I had with Glenn a few weeks ago? Which is better, the robo-advisor, which makes investment decisions for you, or this keep-it-simple-stupid three-fund portfolio? Well, let's look at our friend Susie, the social media manager that lives in Sydney. If social Susie invests $5,000 a year for 30 years in the three fund portfolio with an average return of only 9%, again, the average is 10, but let's say it's only nine. At the end of those 30 years, she is going to have $804,000 and she will also pay $4,800 in fees. If social Susie from Sydney invests $5,000 a year for 30 years, with an average return of 9% per year using a robo-advisor that manages her funds and takes all the stress off of her. I looked it up, and many of the robo-advisors are averaging 2% total expense. That includes their fee and the fund fee. Susie, although she's investing the same amount of money, and she's getting the same return for that money, she's only going to have $543,000. Because with a 2% fee instead of the average of 0.08% fee that we had with our three-fund portfolio, Social Media Susie is paying $266,000 in fees over those 30 years. I know, it's shocking. And maybe you're thinking, well, that's not fair. Like, I use a robo-advisor. I'm only paying 1%. Okay, sure, let's run those numbers. And I'm not trying to besmirch you if you're using robo-funds, but I want to highlight the fact that fees matter. So if you're using a robo-advisor and your total all-in is only 1%, you're still paying $147,000 in fees over those 30 years, and your total return is only going to be $662,000. Personally, I would rather have a set-it-and-forget-it three-fund portfolio with $804,000 than a set-it-and-forget-it robo-advisor with only $662,000. Fees matter, and that's why I love this low-cost, total-market, three-fund approach. As we wrap up today, remember there are countless brokerage firms to choose from and nearly everyone has these types of low-cost total market funds. The real goal is to pick one, to set it up, to get started investing as soon as you can, making it automatic habit each month so you don't forget about it and you will be building wealth for your future self and your future self will thank you so much. You've been listening to My Millennial Investor, the show where I search the financial world for the most up-to-date investment ideas market trends, and income streams so you don't have to. I'm your host, Nick Bradley, and we'll see you next week.
This podcast is produced and published by Oregon Trail Investor in the USA. All information is for entertainment purposes only. The brand My Millennial Investor is used under license. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.